Hi, everyone. Welcome to Mixtape Mixtape. Podcast, podcast. I'm your host, Julia. And I'm your host, Mike. In each episode, we pick a topic and we make you a mix. What's this week's topic, Julia? This week, we mourn the dead. Oh, the people who died, died. <laughs> Respectfully. Respectfully. <laughs> excited we're both excited to get rip roaring wow. ready to go uh so you we, first well i wanted to welcome you i watched this whole segment on john oliver last night about idiotic uh news segments where they said "Ooh, we're in october so we're into spooky season and then i thought <laughs> oh we're gonna do that tomorrow and now here we this are this is spooky yeah season. this is yeah i don't know it's our version of a spooky season. Our first Halloween episode. This is our third Halloween episode. Whoa. We've done a lot of these. Yes, we've done a lot of these. So we have done um, So we usually do murder songs, right? Songs about murder well, or properties of murder. Or the they Halloween first, songs. The first Halloween episode was full on Halloween spooky songs, which go back and listen to. I don't remember what episode number it was, but you'll find it. Uh, I think it's called Halloweeny. Yeah. Because we're it's immature. Spoopy. Spoopy Halloween. Spoopy. Spoopy, spoopy The skeletons. second one was like all about murder. And then that's when you play that really yeah. amazing song, Psycho. Psycho. Which, which is great. I don't think could ever top. Yeah. That song. Psych- that song is one of the better ones. I don't know which one I like better. The Elvis Costello version, which is, I think that's the one we played. Or no, do we play the original? No. I don't know. You played the original. Yeah. The original was for for the guy to put to like to doing the background on that, having the guy just record that, he's all, "What am I recording, man? This is crazy." <laughs> he just <laughs> he just recorded it. It's pretty awesome. It's like he did I it on a dare. I love it. He did it on a it's dare. Like totally. You hear him getting crazier throughout the whole song. Yeah, like, yeah, and yeah. losing it. Yeah. So good. So watch or listen to episode number two for that. Uh, I don't know what yeah. that's called. I think it's called murder songs or songs. I don't know. I don't know what. Uh, Mixtape. No, mixtape, mixtape, murder podcast. I think was that was episode. it? Was it called? Or it wasn't murder, murder podcast. She wrote or no, murder, no. murder podcast, podcast, something, something like, like that. that. Anyway, it's on. Follow there. us on on uh, Spotify and Instagram at mixtape, mixtape podcast, um, mixtape, mixtape podcast dot com, and you can find all our episodes there and listen to them. Yes. Um. So this Halloween, rather than play the Adams Family song or whatever Jackson 5 song again we'll, we're doing or the ghetto kind boys of a tr- like horror rap yes, thing that we usually do yes. wish there was more horror rap I don't think I can there's a whole genre one, of horror rap I think there is yes horror rap is a genre it's like mumble rap it's like it's, there's a whole different <laughs> genre I'm yeah. already going to say that's better than mumble rap right now yeah I'm sure it is mumble rap um, I mean shit what do you got to be 15 years old with a microphone and a SoundCloud account I mean, Embraces. it's pretty bad. It's pretty bad. Let's be real. 
Uh, we're definitely not the demographic for that. No, I don't think anybody. Um, anybody so, tuning in on the latest of Mumble Rap are gonna listen to us. They should tune <laughs> into that not. kid Rory's one that we that that kid Rory. Oh, that little kid. That little kid, because he's he's got that on lock. Yeah, he reviews <laughs> hip hop albums. And yeah, stuff. yeah, he does all the hip hop albums, but uh, yeah, he he'll tell you. I'm not feeling it. I'm not feeling your flow. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> oh, drinking a Capri Sun. That's it. it. That's it. Little pump. That's it. Little wino. <laughs> little boat. <laughs> takes a takes a piece of his bagel bite. Yeah, bagel bite, and dismisses then he dismisses you. He drinks the uh, Trader Joe's apricot tea or whatever it is. He goes oh because God. why apricot tea? Because apricot tea, it's everything. <laughs> Duh. <laughs> Uh, I love that kid. I love that kid. The Uh, youth. Can you imagine what kind of crap you would have all over YouTube if you grew up like 15 years old with YouTube? I mean, I know there would be just so much history of just garbage from everyone, Mm -hmm. you know? Oh, God. There's like that little kid and all he does is open presents and he's like a millionaire. Oh, really? Yeah. It's this little boy and he opens... You know those like Kinder eggs? Yeah. He opens those types of thing. Okay. And it's just his reaction and then showing what the toys are. But now he has like a licensed thing with Target. His face is everywhere. It's it's nuts. Yeah. No, I'm all right. (laughs) Yeah. Wait. So what are we doing? Okay. We are people who died. Paying people who died tribute to the musicians that we've lost this year which we've lost a lot yeah well we said we opened it up like the last five years because there's been so many yeah. in the last five years or so yeah and, you know so but yeah there's been so many that have been gone so many great ones too like yeah really talented awesome musicians that are that are no longer here yeah it's um it's great that we have their music to continue on their legacy it's you just forget that they're not there anymore oh totally yeah absolutely i mean how hard is it to say like oh well you know no one's gonna forget about bowie i mean bowie's you know you hear bowie all the time i mean i don't know that you hear bowie all the time anymore because like you kind of control what you hear if you're quarantining or whatever i guess you don't hear bowie all the time but even then, you okay. hear him on TV shows and stuff, you know, like. Yeah, it's everywhere. Referenced yeah. everywhere. They right. say his name. He, he was on the Great British Baking Show. Oh, Have you guys he? seen that? No. Um, well, so Christina's the, has seen it. I haven't seen okay, it. Okay, the first episode of the new season, their, their, like, big challenge was to make a cake of, like, a, a an inspirational celebrity or something like that. So someone did Bowie. And it was literally the saddest thing I've ever seen in my life. Uh, Someone so else is it like, are they bad bakers? Is that what it is? No, they're no, no, they're good. all really good. Oh. But this is like, this is making a cake, a bust of a human is right. probably really That's hard. hard for, for sure. To and for under sure, a time sure. constraint yeah. too. And, and a lot of them don't do well under pressure no. and it shows like if they had all the time in the world. It'd be perfect. So they were going for 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 Bowie, but it ended up looking like Sloth from the Goonies. It pretty much because it was a Ziggy Stardust <laughs> Bowie, and then some other dude did Tom DeLonge. From oh no! Oh no! He didn't. Oh, <laughs> that, no. that was like. If that was facially accurate, that would still be hard. You know what I mean? Like. I'm looking this oh up right God. now. I will post a photo of it. But it was terrible. I feel sorry for Tom DeLonge to have been a part of that. 
Especially, it was really hard that he got the mouth to say, How are you? <laughs> I'm so sorry. He yeah. had the sideways hat and the lip ring. Oh, it was oh, so gosh. bad. Oh, um, oh, okay. So there's something else. So I've been watching a lot of movies during quarantine, and I finally saw The Perks of Being a Wallflower, oh, which I had yeah. read forever ago. Um, watching it, I was super annoyed by it, thinking, like, if I were in high school, this would have been everything to me. But right. now it's yeah. just, yeah. it's too much. But the one song, they hear this song that's so magical, and they're all super into music. They love the Smiths. They love yeah. all And it takes all place in the, in the 80s, right? Like, it doesn't it take place in the 80s? Or is it? Yeah, yeah. like 90s. Like Early 90s. 80s, 90s. Yeah, okay. But the one thing is they play... A Bowie song, but they can't, they don't know it's Bowie. They hear this song and then they can't figure out who the artist is. And it, the whole movie is I'm trying to figure out who the artist is. And I'm like, if you like the Smiths and you like this band and this You band, would know who Bowie is. I you mean, know on. who Bowie yeah, is. Yeah. Like, this is so inaccurate. If you watch the John Hughes film, you know who Bowie is. You know exactly. I mean? It like, took me out of the movie. I couldn't handle that's it. That's how I learned. All. That's how I learned who Bowie was, like, other than. Like, you know, I, I knew who Bowie was because he had this big tour when I was a kid. I was probably like nine or ten years old, but it uh-huh. was the Glass Spider tour where it was like an arena tour. And it was really cool, cool. like the way they did it. He it literally was like a spider web all across like I, I think it even went to Anaheim Stadium. I didn't I didn't go. I was kind of too young. But uh, yeah. went to Anaheim. But all the kids who had like cool people in their life that would take them to things like that, they went. Uh-huh. And uh, but yeah, it had this big glass spider. In it that would I don't know if it would crawl around or what, but anyway, it's uh, it was a big deal. So I knew him from that, and I knew him from Labyrinth, but it wasn't until I watched uh, The Breakfast Club where they quoted him in the beginning. They quoted uh, uh, the children. They do. Spin on. Yes, yeah. In the very beginning of The oh. Breakfast Club, they have a quote that comes up, and it's just a still shot of a quote that fades in, and it's it's the line from uh, Changes. It's these children that you spit on. They're quite a oh, yeah. Got so, it. And I was like, oh, Bowie. Is Bowie cool? I thought Because I thought Bowie was like somebody my brother would be listening to. You know? But anyway. Right. It's such a generational thing. Well, I'm going to go first. It has to hit you at the right moment. I'm yeah, going to go first. Do it. I'm gonna, and I'm going to play Bowie. Screw it. <laughs> Good Screw transition. It. Good transition. Finally, a clean transition A clean transition. Uh, uh. Uh, I'm going to play Bowie, and I'm going to play just because I think it's used a lot. Um like it, this song's been used in a couple of movies. It was used really famously as like the reprise, like the song, reoccurring song in the um, uh, American Horror Story Carnival or Circus. What was it called? Carnival. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. But it's Life on I Mars. I remember that one. Life on, the beginning of Life on Mars is just so heartbreaking that whenever I think of Bowie being gone, I think of this song. So uh, here it is. It's Life on Mars by David Bowie. You've heard it. Take a look at the I appreciate Bowie so much more now. I really, when I was a kid or a teen, I don't think I ever listened to him. Like no, that was. Why would you? You know, why would you? you that was up, too obscure for me. I guess. Let's see. Or so it was you, never. You're a little younger than me. I was kind of. Yeah. It was obscure for me. You know what I mean? So yeah. 
And then by this time, by like, by the time you're around listening to music, he was in like Tin Machine, all these weirdo like side project things that he did. And he kind of sold his back catalog and made millions on that. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, crazy. He's the first artist to ever sell his back catalog. I think it was to a hedge fund where they paid him on future royalties. And his music wow. is used so much that he's like, oh, yeah, I'm out. I'm out of this game. Like, I'm out of it. Yeah. Like, have the back catalog. Pay me, you know, $200 million and I'll go away. And he did. And then I'll just have fun. <laughs> and yeah, Actually, and just, have fun with music. Right. And, and be, be a wealthy person. And be able to do whatever yeah. the hell I want when I want. I mean, it'd be pretty hard to spend $200 million, I think, over a period of 20 years. I think that'd be pretty hard to do. But anyway, who knows? I can try. Yeah, be it's a good problem. Uh, I'll try. Yeah. Not what bad. dead guy do you have? I'm going to play Little Richard. Oh, cool. Who we lost earlier this year. What did he die of? Oh, oh he died of cancer. Oh. No. COVID or cancer. <laughs> That's the game. Um, he died of cancer. He was, what, 87? He was 87 years old when he died. And he's like... Wow. One of the kings of rock and roll, rock and roll royalty. And I played him recently when we did the, uh, like, the getting to know you songs about ourselves type episode. Right. Um, But I still love him. I love watching him perform. He's so over the top and so dramatic um, and such a diva, despite being a super Christian and kind of... I don't know if he's ever denounced gay people, but he's, he's come out and said right? he's not. He's not he's gay. Never. Little Richard he's never once gay. said. Never once said he's gay. Wow. Okay. And right. I think he's kind of like anti-gay. Really? Ish. Really? Yeah. Huh. But I always thought he was like a closeted gay, you know, performer, like too. you know, or ambiguous. Either way, you know. Hmm. I just wonder if, like, the whole Christianity thing, like, pushed it deep down and he wasn't ever ready to admit it. But, like, he had wigs. He wore tons of makeup. Like, his clothes are flashy. Yeah. I I don't get it. But he's still a great musician. Yeah, for sure. we lost him earlier this year. So this is Bama Lama Bama Lou. Bama Lama Bama Lou. Yeah, that's a cool song. I, I I like I just as a keyboard player, piano player, I really like the guy. He's like you can't you can't really um, there's not really anybody who is his counterpart. I mean Jerry Jerry Lee Lewis for sure, but but uh, you know being a you know African American artist, black artist at that time. I mean yeah. there's, there's him and there's Chuck Berry. I mean there's you know and then what do you have? It's like, you know, you got a lot of white guys trying to do that music, you know. Um, uh, but uh, I really, uh, I really, I got a respect for Little Richard. Not that I'm going to put Little Richard on, on in my car and be like, let's listen to a whole album of Little Richard. That would probably drive me insane. Yeah, I don't think I could. But like yeah. one track on a mix, for sure. For sure. I totally do that. Yeah. I think that's a good one. That's a good ad for sure. Um, okay. Well, I would like to play a song uh let's see i want to okay so we lost this gentleman in 2016 but uh and we and his name is he only goes by one name and it's not that name you think of 
it's the other name, just one name, and he's Lemmy, but uh, oh. <laughs> he's, he's from the band Motorhead. And Ace of Spades, got to play the big hit. Um, Motorhead is one of those bands that's like, if, they, if they're a little more thrashy and shorter hair, they're a punk band. You know what I mean? Like, they've been around yeah. so long. They're kind of like uh, Eddie and the Hot Rods or, or like um, one of those bands, like pub bands from the early 70s that were just, they are the bridge between 60s rock and roll and punk rock. And I think Motorhead is one of those bands for sure. And if you watch, um, who's the name of your friend who did the documentary? Didn't you guys have a friend? Wes. Wes, yes. Our friend Wes. Yes, friend Wes did the documentary on them. Also on The Damned. And what's funny is they're in each other's documentary because, you know, Motorhead, Lemmy was like, oh, this guy, you know, Sensible played in a band with with Lemmy, you know, and then Lemmy played in a band with, with, you know, with somebody else. It was just really cool that that whole scene was, was kind of like fish in a pond. They were all kind of glomming off of each other. So, I mean, I think I think West does a really good job of in the Damned documentary explaining how the Damned is this quintessential link in punk rock. And uh, I would argue that around that time, I mean, there's really not a whole lot between, you know, between Motorhead and uh, a hardcore punk band from 1979. You know what I mean? In, in, yeah. In L.A. You know, so I agree. Yeah. So anyway, let's play Ace of Spades. Uh, here's Ace of Spades by Motorhead. R.I.P. Lemmy. I like Motorhead or I like that song. I haven't dived too deeply into them. I'm always kind of curious. We all, you know, both of us watch so many documentaries on film or not film on music and bands and stuff um, and different scenes. I'm always really curious about what brought people to that type of music, you know, like from going from something like the Beatles to that is a huge transition and yeah. who were you as a person to be so open to that? And what was off put? What was really off putting about it? To well, you? And, like, you know, I know it's- so that's a really good argument. That's something to bring up, and obviously not to tackle on a on our podcast, but like the history of music, <laughs> there, 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 yeah. you know, there's, there's, you know, what what happened between the Beatles and them, the Manson murders and Kent State and all these other yeah. things. These where yeah. the, it, it seemed like life was so cheap. And then you have England in the 70s, which was a cesspool, right? And you know, all these different... Yeah. Yeah, so uh, there's a lot yeah. of things where the Beatles came up in working-class life, but still tie and jacket. You know, go to school, you wear a tie mm-hmm. and jacket. Like, all this, everybody's a sir and a mum and a miss and this and that. And then, you know, you fast-forward that for uh, 15 years, and it's a far different culture that we live in and the music reflects that which is really great about music is that it's you can kind of look at it like um i don't know how they say like you can look at the grand canyon and it has all the it looks like a layer cake because there's all these like layers yeah um from where the ice age there was sediment you can kind Mm -hmm. of tell there was an ocean here one time and there was this and that 
And I think music is the same. You look at that and you could be like, oh, okay. At this time, this is what was going on. If we ever had a time of real, uh, I don't know, uh, utopia and peace, would the music turn into easy listening? Would it turn into back to symphonic Ex- music? I don't know. I don't know. And is that what, like, pop does? Yeah. Does pop reset it? I don't know. Maybe it does. Yeah. Maybe it does. Or is it just saccharine? I mean, it's called pop and uh, has a popular music, but is it also kind of like a soda pop sugary thing that's easily digestible that always sounds good? I don't know. I mean, it's like it's yeah, it's akin to like white artists in the 60s, 50s and 60s re-recording black sure. music yeah. Yeah. and getting hits off of that because yeah. like we talked about, safe. like, you know, it's. It's Elvis Presley brought in rock and roll, but he wasn't the first rock and roll artist by any means. You know, what yeah. I mean? so, same with the Rolling Stones. Yeah, oh yeah. God, and the Roll. That's what I love about the Rolling Stones is they're still alive to cut the bullshit and tell you. Keith Richards will tell you. Oh, now Chuck Berry did all this. I just, I'm seriously just stealing every day. I steal. But I read they never paid those artists, nope. right? Or yeah. didn't we talk about they never paid the artists for the music? I don't know. Well, because they didn't outright steal, but he learned this little ditty. He learned that little ditty. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And so whatever. Yeah. Oh, what, well, what do you got? What's your next dead guy? Uh, dead I, guy I, number four. I say that with four. respect to the dead. <laughs> so don't haunt me, please. Dead guy number four includes uh, Kraftwerk. Ooh. So Florian Schneider died earlier this year. I think mm. he died of, nope, cancer. Can't fall well. Cancer over COVID. Uh, he was one of the founding members of Kraftwerk. And Oof. if you don't know Kraftwerk, because I really didn't, but my husband loves them. You ever watch a Wes is... Anderson movie? You've heard Kraftwerk, I promise you. Oh, really? <laughs> Every Wes Anderson movie, Kraftwerk is in. Hmm. It, yeah. Um, so. That I didn't. I'm going to have to go back and listen. But Yeah, watch um, Rushmore. The first opening credits are Rushmore. I love Rushmore. I love Rushmore so much. Um, but yeah, John loves Kraftwerk, which is so weird because he's such a punk like an yeah. older punk guy, but he loves Kraftwerk. Well, okay, so what's Kraftwerk doing if not using... I mean, how punk rock is that? These guys are yeah. using this medium where everything is played on a computer. That's pretty crazy yep. when you think about like it. Like pioneers of that type of music, Absolutely, you know? absolutely. Because that's like the 70s, right? Yeah. They're, well, it is, it is, yeah. They kicked it off yeah. in the 70s. Yeah, they, and they were, yeah, they were, I think they were pre-Devo, so yeah. Devo was yeah. more punk, for sure, for sure. And I think that's why totally. Devo is still revered today. It's like there's still a rebelliousness to Devo, mm-hmm. where I think Kraftwerk is a very slick, you know, they were doing great music, but man, it's like, what is this? Like, and they, they yeah. defined a genre, so. Let's hear so it. we're going to play uh, The Model, which it okay. is one of their bigger hits. Yeah. You'll it's recognize really it if you, once you hear it. So here we go. She's a model and she's looking That's a good choice. Uh, if you're gonna pick crap work, pocket calculator, or that, I think it's uh, But it was the only song that was under like five minutes. Everything's like a 16 minute, eight minute, 
type of uh, song, so I had no, a I, short one. I get you. They have to set you up because they're you know it took them a while to program those sounds. <laughs> <laughs> it's really Wait, Autobahn. There's like a sixteen or 20, 20 something minute version of yeah. Autobahn too. Yeah, exactly. But think about how many people that craft work influenced. You know, what I mean, over the years and, and how exactly. Many, uh, I mean, is there a Daft Punk without Kraftwerk? No, absolutely. Or essentially New Wave. Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah, you could say that. I mean, obviously, the, the, most part, the lyrics like, are a little more serious. And I exactly. think I think New Wave softened it. You know what I mean? Like, it made it. Yeah, but you have, like, bands like ABC sure. and the like that <clears throat> are more dancey electronic than they are New Wavey. Those yeah. types of bands, like, really took that on. Yeah, Human League and those kind of bands. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Although I think Human League is probably a contemporary of, of them, but whatever. Um, yeah, that's a really good choice. I uh, so Thanks. so bonus for the Wes Anderson stuff. You were saying something about Wes Anderson. You and John were doing something with Wes Anderson. Or oh, my uh, British and Canadian friends and I, we've been doing like a pub quiz night ever since quarantine started. Uh, like every weekend or every other weekend, we have a pub quiz. And recently, it was John, my and John's turn to create the quiz. And we kind of did an offshoot of another fun podcast called Doug Loves Movies, if anyone's wow. ever listened to it. It's for movie fans. It's so much fun. And he basically plays games with different comedians. So, like, one is how much did this shit make? And so we did that round with Wes Anderson movies. And those movies don't make any money. No, like, no. Rushmore <laughs> Rushmore made the least amount of money, but is one of my favorite movies. And it's in, like, the him. Criterion Collection. Like, it's considered yeah. one of the films, if you're collecting... It's one of them that you want to have, you know, but yeah. yeah. That movie opened up a lot for me because in the, I guess it must have been late 90s, early 2000s when all I did was watch Comedy Central yeah, and watch old SNL skits or Kids in the Hall or... My pen! I remember, My pen. <laughs> I remember seeing Rushmore and then, do you remember Pecker? The movie Pecker? Yeah. Mm-hmm. He, yeah. he was like a little photographer and Christina Ricci was in it. Like, I remember right. all those oddball movies. All those, yeah, Buffalo it, 66, some of those other uh-huh. ones. Are, they all came around around the same time. But really, Wes Anderson, all of his films, um, Bottle Rocket and then Rushmore, I mean, really sparked the career, the careers of the uh, the Wilson brothers, for sure. Luke totally. Wilson, yeah, I mean, it were, there wouldn't, it wouldn't have careers without Wes. So it's pretty cool. He, he reminds me of if... Spike Jones wasn't on Adderall like early on. <laughs> like, it'd probably be more like Wes Anderson, you know? So I don't know. But there, yeah. Uh, anyway. Yeah. So, well, cool. Um, What's next? Let's see. I want to do, I guess, if I'm making the perfect mix about dead guys, um, I would probably do, you know what? Pete Shelley uh, from the Buzzcocks. Let's do that. Um, Pete Shelley. So the Buzzcocks, if you ever talk about, uh, is there a punk rock, is it possible for punk rock songs to be based as love songs? And I submit to you, Pete Shelley. Yes. <laughs> I submit to you, Mr. Pete Shelley, for sure. Uh, <laughs> I got an opportunity to interview him, oh, geez, probably 2015, um, for another project. And uh, I got to see them live and a couple times. And man... They really, he really. I, I'm sure there was other hired guns there, but Pete Shelley was definitely part of it, and uh, really good. So let's play "Ever Fallen in Love" uh, by the Buzzcocks.
have a deep love for Buzzcocks. I always have. I remember the first time hearing them was in a movie, Ghost World. Oh, yeah. And um, I never saw that movie, but I know the movie. Oh, my God. With Thora Birch and, and um, Steve Buscemi, who I love. Like, yeah. I love Steve Buscemi. American American talent. Yeah. Um, but that was such a weird movie, and I just, you know, you identify with all those characters like Enid and she's going through her punk phase where she's like a an authentic 1977 punk blah 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 <laughs> um and like very geeky music nerds um yeah. but that yeah i always love them and i love that song you know what's funny isn't is there geeky music nerds i think are going to be something that they get smaller and smaller i think that that you know with people not being together and then high school and then or and then not having to like seek albums out anymore or music out anymore i think you just find it i think people are much more um insulary where they just are insulated for themselves they don't really they might have a couple friends they talk to about it but there isn't like this group of outcasts that kind of find each other through music at school anymore. i don't think i don't know if it's like that well and i also think we're so saturated Whoa. with music sorry there's someone in the hallway and my dog's going crazy Gotcha. Um, one of the great things of like Spotify is there's so much out there, but there's so much out yeah, there. So, exactly, yeah. and the algorithms are only going to play you 5% of what's out there. That's yeah, like, for sure. um, if you guys have seen memes recently or TikTok videos, there's that Cholo skateboarder, uh, skateboarding to Fleetwood Mac. Oh yeah. Yeah. And right. like all these comments from like, teens and gen z were like who the hell is fleetwood mac or who is this song and then their music shot up 374 percent i think within yeah. the past two weeks crazy um, that's crazy it's crazy because it's and like yeah of course i mean i never was i'm still not a fan of fleetwood mac but i i um but they yeah played you everywhere you, you can't deny that they're part of the lexicon <clears throat> of the fabric of what american music is for sure well more it's like how how do you expect kids to know about this? Yeah, exactly. exactly. You know, when they're listening like, to that damn mumble rap. <laughs> exactly. It comes first full circle. Full circle. Ugh. Okay. I'm going to play a song, Mike, that you know very well. Okay. And your band covered it earlier this year. My band? Um, oh, 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 yes. Okay. <laughs> so Millie Small passed away earlier this year. She right. is a... a pre-packaged ska legend <laughs> yeah yeah but an adorable ska legend uh, what's the difference um, between the ska stuff and motown at that time you know what i mean yeah. like it's yeah she was she was made for that era so she was uh the song's adorable her voice is adorable and you had to have heard this song if not go look at uh youtube for bite me bambi where they cover this song during quarantine it's yeah pretty good it's acoustic it's good I'm familiar with the song. Uh, so, Millie Small was one was one of those. Um, she was like the largest grossing 
Ska Artist, or the original, the first single, and subsequently the highest grossing for what it was. Nobody knew yeah. really what ska music was other than uh, known as more of a jazz sound until that. Uh, so really great, really great choice. And yeah, Bobby Bambi's cover is pretty good. It's just Talena and, and our, sax player, our sax player Kyle and, and uh, Brian Mashburn doing it Brian. on guitar, but it's mm-hmm. really great. It's a really good song. And go look at the, the YouTube version, like you said, of her singing it. You look at it and go like, oh, okay. We're packaging this young girl to look like a young Ron Ed or Supreme or whatever. Totally, yeah. totally. Bringing it to the masses. For sure, for sure. Well, you know, I wasn't going to play Scott, but since you are, uh, since you opened the door, now I have to come yeah. through. <laughs> I, I think wanna... we have to play. If you're going to play what you're going to play, I yeah, think I'm gonna play I was going to have it too. I'm going to play English Beat just to give respect to Ranking Roger. Oh, that's right. That's oh, right. you had a different one? Oh. Okay. Well, Toots. Oh, Toots. Oh, yes. Oh, of course. Duh. Okay. Duh. <laughs> Can't believe I forgot that. Oh man, that sucks. I'm such an idiot. <laughs> okay, maybe I should play Toots then. No, I'll play Tears no, of a Clown. I'll play Tears of a Clown. Uh, Ranking Roger was the Toastmaster, the, uh, the or the the toaster in uh, in the English Beat, and very good friends with Dave Wakeling. And man, he was just great. I mean, all this, every well, you can hear it, hear it for yourself. Here he is. This is uh, this is Ranking Roger with English Beat, Tears of a Clown. liked the english beat they've always been one of my favorite bands this song and twist and crawl i think are one of my favorites from them twist and crawl i forgot when did he die do you know he died in 2008 19 no 2000 2019 yeah he died in 2019 wow and i know i only know that because we were playing a live show and it had to be in like february march of 19 Uh because bambi was playing a show and we we uh crammed in a melody and we did rank and full stop him. Uh, Ranking Full Stop would probably oh, be a cool. better song to play, actually, if you wanted to hear, uh, but whatever. Uh, look it up on your own, podcasters. Look up Ranking Full Stop because he actually has a <laughs> Can't do all the it. work for you. Yeah. <laughs> but Tears of a Clown. Uh, great. You know, I always, I had a really cool neighbor growing up, and uh-huh. I, I, I at one point I had this canvas, like, Boy Scout belt, and it, because the it was I was so skinny and it was so long of a belt, I flipped it over and it kind of went through the belt hole and then back down kind of towards my knees and it would just hang there and I was going to um, this this cool guy said to me he goes what's up with your belt and I'm like oh yeah it's too long I should probably I should probably go get a belt that fits and he goes no dude it's cool it looks like general public and <gasps> general, general public was the other band after uh, English Beat uh, broke up that uh, Reagan Roger and, and Dave Wakeley so I remember being a kid going like, oh, that's cool. General Public's cool. Not knowing, yeah. who, not knowing who the hell General Public was. <laughs> <laughs> At least you, you, you can say it. You're, yeah. And that's all that matters. Yeah, I, you could talk the game. You could talk the talk. So anyway. <laughs> well, what do you got? What um, did I'm mom gonna do you play, have? Um, so Gang of Four. Oh, Andy cool. Gill, yeah. mm-hmm. one of the founding members, passed away earlier earlier this year. Um and so I've always 
again, I like them too. I kind of love that post post punk sound that they have. Yep. We're both drinking on electronic. camera. See, while you're talking, yep. I can drink. When I'm talking, you can drink. But if we drink together. I know, together, but it's one of those things where <laughs> when I see someone drink, I got to drink too. It's like when you see, yawn. That is something that would have happened, audience, in person that neither of us would have caught. But because we're on Zoom, <laughs> we could totally catch this shit. All I got to do is look at, I look at the lovely Julia, and I, then I look at the lovely Christina, and then I have my face. <laughs> so <laughs> that's all I have in my thing. And then the mic will uh. hit. I hope this doesn't distract from the quality production we typically provide to I you, know. the listener. Here, you know what? Screw it. I'm going to eat a walnut. <laughs> Look at that. ASMR. Do you have some? Do you have a bag of chips? Do you want to bust into those? Specifically got these okay. walnuts because they, they're chewy. <laughs> Ugh. Uh, okay, so here is Ganga 4 and Not Great Men. That's cool. I mean, yeah. it's, it's, you know, it's like sometimes you listen to a punk band or whatever. It's like, yeah, that's how, that's how punk rock should sound. You know what I mean? Where it's just, it's cool. It's raw. I like it. Really good. Yeah. That's the punk music that I like yeah. more than like Sex Pistols type stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I, not that there's anything wrong with Sex Pistols, but no. they were shocking for shock value. And, and you have one guy yeah. who's political and then you've got a bunch of other guys who don't care. You know what yep. I mean? So it's not like not like the clash where everybody kind of had a cause and you know what i mean so it's all kind of different mm-hmm. not saying one is better than the other for sure but uh, i definitely like that kind of punk rock totally pretty cool i agree uh, i agree well uh now that you've gone and played gang of four uh i'm gonna you know what here's what i'm gonna do i'm gonna play the cars um this is usually cool. the point. well we're past the point where i'd, I'd say we got to flip the cassette over Maybe this is yeah. a long player and it goes and we had some time to kill. I don't know. Well, I think my song would have been the B side, side B. That would have been the side B. Okay, so that's a good way to yeah. start off. That's a really good way yep. to start off. So now I'm going to take it down. Uh, actually, no, I'm not. It's a good, that, My Best Friend's Girl is a good song. So it's upbeat and very Buddy Holly-esque. Love it. So here's to Rick Ocasek who passed away in the past. Uh, it was within five years. That's all. <laughs> I think it was in 2016 <laughs> that he died. But... Uh, here yeah. it is, uh, my best friend's a girl by the cars. Here she comes again when she's dancing beneath the stormy sky. died in 2019 oh man i'm bad yeah. i'm really bad at that i don't know close not even i should have known <laughs> that that's not even that's not acceptable but I, I feel like we talked about it on a mini so we yeah we may have yeah, yeah. May have. also you know people don't realize that rick okasic produced the weezer blue album their their debut album so pretty darn cool there and if you were to ask yeah. me anytime in the 90s you know, I actually had an A&R guy ask me this twice uh, from different labels, and they said, 
if you guys were to work with any producer, who would it be? And I always said Rico Casey, just because why wouldn't you want to? You know, that guy's dope. <laughs> he makes these really yeah. cool new agey, or not new agey, uh, new wavy kind of sounding rock and roll. It's like, like if, um, I don't know, if, I don't know, if, if ABC and, uh, I don't know, Buddy Holly had a baby, would it be, you know, the cars? I don't know, maybe. <laughs> that'd be a good, uh, that'd be a good one of those mashup songs to try out. Yeah, you know what? That should be a topic like girl for another. Talk. So write this down on uh, as an idea for podcast. Like, think about the style of music. It would take a long time. Think about the style of music and or the band and who they would sound like if they had two bands that mated and made them. <laughs> who so, are their parents? Who are their parents? Who are their parents? Who are their parent bands? So like maybe, uh, you know, I don't know. Uh, maybe the, maybe the Beatles and Rolling Stones get together and you get the Dave Clark Five or you get the Birds or whatever. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. I'm just saying. That'd be good. Put Let's it try there. it out. Let's test it on a mini. Yeah, we'll do it on. And a see mini. how we could do that. Uh, yeah, but yeah. So Rick Ocasek, uh, singer of the Cars, uh, was married to Paulina Poroskova for a very long time, which everybody found very shocking. Like. Because she's such a beautiful supermodel. Yeah, and he's he looks yeah. like a like a drowned rat like all the time. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> he he goes through this this he went through this phase in the eighties where he was like teasing his hair out. It was all long, so he I guess everybody did then. But he looked like uh, he looked like Phil Spector, like when <laughs> that court thing of Phil Spector getting arrested. He had black like hair. A, he, he looked like Rick Ocasek in nineteen eighty eight. It's like a Phil Spector um, mullet. Like ah uh, farts. I forgot oh, that one Howard's. DJ that's controversial. He had the movie Private Parts. Oh, Howard Stern. Kind of like a Howard Stern-esque type Yeah, totally. Guy. Totally. All right. Um, well, since it, this is the rest is your B, this is your turn on the B side, you roll with it. You roll with it. I'm going to play the Pointer Sisters. Ooh, I, which one died? All of them? <laughs> Her name's know. Bonnie Bonnie Pointer. There's so many sisters in that band. So wait, is it like the Ramones uh, where you just get in there and you have to change your I name? Think so. <laughs> I kind of think so. So I was looking at the Wikipedia for it, and they listed six members of the band: three current, three old. Okay. All have Pointer as their last name. Well, maybe they're like their daughters. Maybe it's legacy taking maybe. over. Maybe. Oh yeah, yeah, could be. That's very true. So like, this who is the hell Bonnie do you Pointer. think got got Enrique Iglesias his start? It wasn't Enrique Iglesias on the heels of yeah. Julio. Julio Iglesias. Yep. Freddie <laughs> Prince Jr. Yep, exactly. Um, so it was Bonnie Pointer that died, and she was a member from 69 to 77. Oh, okay. She so. died of cirrhosis of the liver. Sorry, everyone. Not COVID. Um, but she died earlier this year, too. But um, I there's a radio. So I've been spending a lot of time at my parents' house, um, and there's a station over there that I don't get over here in Long Beach called... It's 88.5, the yes, Independent. Yes, the Independent. It's from Santa Clarita or CSUN from Cal State I Northridge. like it. It's one of the best stations out. And if you guys right? have the time and you can get it here, um, I listen to it in the morning sometimes when I'm at home yeah. working. Yeah. And Nick Harcourt's, uh does the morning show. And he, for yep. years, did Morning Becomes Eclectic at KCRW. If you like eclectic music, it actually isn't, isn't as eclectic necessarily as uh, KCRW would be. But I think it skews, maybe it skews a little older. I don't know. The music's really good. Though. Definitely yeah. older, but the, it's a good mix of like, you're going to hear the Pointa Sisters, and then you're going to hear Dawes, and then yeah. you're, you're going to hear um, whatever, Dr. Dog, and then yeah. you're going to hear, uh, I don't know, that's whatever. That's you bring it up, because uh, the other day I was listening to it, and he played the Beatles, then he uh-huh. played Dr. Dog, you know, and then, and then it was like, <laughs> 
And then it was like uh, uh, Merle Haggard does, you know, did a Johnny Cash song. It was like, dude, this uh-huh. is crazy. It was crazy how they, they programmed this thing. It was just refreshing to hear something different and not like a pre-programmed same yeah. 20 songs you're going to hear every well, and hour. If, if but it's, oh, I'm sorry. Go ahead. No, go ahead. Go if, ahead. if you're a fan of Southern California radio, um, there used to be a great uh, show on KLSX if you're a Beatles fan called Breakfast with the Beatles. And they have mm-hmm. it. They have it. I think it's on Saturday mornings on that station. So that yeah, guy just migrated his whole thing over. It's like, that's pretty cool because there, there's a lot of weird stuff. You, you hear these weird Beatles Christmas side takes and like all these other weird, mm-hmm. weirdo kind of albums. But I just love it that they're ballsy enough to get out there and play that music. And, and of course, it's it's subscription driven. So they, they ask for your donation so to keep them afloat. Yep. But yeah, it's there. Yeah, it, it was... It was nice to listen to. So I started listening to, and I still do like on my computer and just listen over the internet to them. Yeah. Just, it's a refreshing thing to hear. So anyways, I was listening and they played the Pointer Sisters, which I didn't know the song. I had only, the only song I knew by them was I'm So Excited. Yeah. But that's um, the but 80s this is, Pointer Sisters. So like they'd yeah. already been around for like 20 years. Which I think this is 80s as well. This is Echoes of Love, but I really liked it and it was nice to hear. So let's play it. I think of Beverly Hills Cop 2. But, you know, I didn't know they were a band from that long ago. I, I didn't know they were a band in the 60s. So that's how much I need to learn about American soul music because I had no idea. But uh, that's that's really cool. That's a good song. I like it. Yeah. And I just it's... we just got to figure out. You got to explain to me how this works with them all having the same name. Okay? That's all I'm saying. <laughs> it's It's fully like... A Ramon situation. Yeah, it happened. or. I guess Menudo, they didn't have to change their names. How funny. I was thinking of Menudo, too. Yeah, but they're not. Menudo's um, not. It's not like. No. They're just their first names. None of them. None of their last names are Menudo. No, 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 no. <laughs> I don't know why, but that's what came to my mind about this. Because it's a like manufactured a, kind of band that you know has exactly. a legacy. Yeah, there's legacies of. Like Gerardo wasn't in it in the 80s, was he? No, not Gerardo. Um, Ricky Martin. Ricky Martin. He was in it in like the 90s, right? In the early 90s? Honestly, was... the fashion was still kind of the same at that point. Yeah, I don't know. I don't. I can't tell. Um, but yeah, I wonder if there are other bands like that where they all have the same like family name, but they're clearly not related. I'm going to think about that. But The Interrupters have all the same family name, just about. <laughs> Do they? Yeah, well, the, are they the guys are twins, related? and one of the twins is married to the singer. Right. So that's three... And they just have only have the one odd man out guy. But if anytime you ever talk to anybody about it, they say, oh, it's Amy Interrupter. So I'm assuming that there's also a Kevin Interrupter and you know, yeah. whoever else. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> but whatever. Um, okay. Sure. So Your turn. One of the heavy ones that for me that we lost this year was um, just recently this year. And it was due to COVID. So you can tack this mm-hmm. down. Was Adam Schlesinger from, um, well, composer in his own right. But... Um, fountains of wayne also um so 
he it's hard because he sings harmonies um you know he's it, but his songwriting is really ridiculous i mean so you know when when uh, tom hanks wanted to hire a band or hire a writer to write 60s pop songs they called adam schlesinger so uh so i'm going to take that from that thing you do i'm going to play that song because it's uh, really recognizable and just know that he wrote that and sang some of the background harmonies on it because you know those guys didn't really sing <laughs> sorry shut up <laughs> don't right. ruin it here it comes that thing you do by the wonders written by adam schlesinger I think you do has always been one of my favorite movies. I love that it was filmed in Orange County. Yeah. I love the 60s. I love Youth and Embry. I love Tom Hanks, America's Dad. I told you that, well, I've, I'm sure I've said this in the podcast because it was such a big deal in my life, but I actually ran into him because I was living there when they were filming it. Oh. I was going to the bank, and there's uh-huh. a Wells Fargo bank and a skate shop back in those days. Wells Fargo was this huge bank, old-style, mm-hmm. like, concrete bank building, and I was, I was – walking my deposits with a bellman so I don't like cash in an envelope and I was walking around the corner and Tom Hanks bumped right into me and I dropped my receipts and some of the cash and he's like oh and he helped me pick it up he's like oh I'm so sorry help me pick it up and we knew they were filming down there I mean they were filming the next street over you know it's it was mm-hmm. a big deal and he handed me my envelope and I was like oh thanks so much I'm like hey you're Tom Hanks and he goes yes I am and he just walked away oh I love so, it like Tom Hanks style him. so yeah anyway that's my Tom Hanks story, which I got to respect. Love Tom, it. I got to respect that guy for recognizing good talent. I mean, I, I think when that thing you do came out, Fountains of Wayne had one record, you know, they had just come mm-hmm. out with their record. And, and uh, to be able to like have that much of a reputation among people like, hey, who's the songwriter? We got to call. Who's the guy that achieves this sound? And, and, uh, and you know, he's uh, Adam's really great. He's known for that. He's he did. Um, did a bunch of soundtracks as well so anyway r.i.p man r.i.p good choice um i'm kind of torn on what to play next i don't i don't think i ran out of dead people to play but you want to borrow one of mine um, well i know who i'm gonna end it on i think we'll both agree on the person that we're gonna end it on um you know what we'll just play this song because it features him so this Nigerian drummer recently passed away. Mm-hmm. His name is Tony Allen. Um, and the only reason I know about him is because he was the drummer for an African artist, Fela Kuti. Yeah. Uh, like a very world-renowned um, African, like what, funk type, right. type music. Um, so he's a drummer for that. He passed away this year. Let me check my notes. He's doing a lot of heavy, uh, heavy lifting in Fela Kuti's band anyway. He's the drummer. Oh, totally. <laughs> um, but anyways, this song, which I actually liked, he did recently before he passed with the Gorillas. Oh, wow. Cool. And uh, Skepta, who's a huge British rapper right. as well. So it's called How Far. And I just liked it. Not totally always into hip hop, but the Gorillas are attached to it. So I'm down with it. It'll be a nice pop song. 
really nice, well-written pop song. Yeah. So let's take a listen. <laughs> yeah. Walk on, brother. Time to hustle for the money, give a change to your mother. Change them sheets, you got stains on the cover. Better look sharp, now your face undercover. Like a chameleon, see you changing your color. Crabs in the barrel wanna hate on each other, so my life gets better. Whatever the weather, I dance in the rain and I bathe in the summer. It's the black coleon in a button up shirt. Before we take off, you better buckle up first. Fresher than the president, psychedelics got me in my element. Yeah, that's, that was dope. So the. I, I haven't heard of that artist, but you know, because I'm. I don't know if you know this, but. I'm not really an expert on UK. <laughs> Me either. Is but the street we still that. a thing? I don't even know. <laughs> <laughs> or what was the other one? Buzzlebee? Or Buzzle, yeah. Uh, Buzzlebee? Is that what Bumblebee, Bumblebee? I don't know. Um, hey, you guys, you want to hear great British hip hop? <laughs> I recommend the streets. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I agree. Um, and you're yeah, only going to be about dating yourself by about 17 years. That's okay. <laughs> it's still in the 2000s. It counts. Um, again, I only know this because my husband's a fella cootie fan and he's been on a fella cootie trip for this year. So we listen to a lot of that type of music. Hey Um, man, slow your fella cootie roll, bruh. Hey (laughs) bruh. The part of this song that I think we're going to play, there's kind of like a haunting voice, um, kind of like a toasting type voice in this. And I think that's Tony Allen that plays. So we'll make sure we'll play that part of the song for you. Okay, cool. Uh, okay, so my last song then, right? We're at the yep. end already? Okay. Well, it is what it is. Like all good things, they have to die. <laughs> dead, dead, did, dead episode. Did Bowie have to die? Did Prince have to die? Oh, no, no. You notice I'm not giving like, two shits about MJ, right? Like. No, I don't care about. Oh, fuck that guy. Yeah, fuck that guy. <laughs> hey, come at me, bro. Come at me, yeah. internet. Okay? You know what? I got the truth on my side. <laughs> mm-hmm. Anyway, Bring um, all the QAnon sources you want. Yeah, exactly. Ooh, <laughs> did you watch that movie that I told you about? Oh, we'll talk about it later. No, not yet. No, <laughs> it's not so yet. funny. <clears throat> I don't want to promote the QAnon movie on this on this podcast, but it's hilarious to watch the movie. <laughs> <laughs> it's like it's like you take this shit seriously. <laughs> this is yeah. Rad. It's like how dumb are people? It's a really like, extended truly. mix of ancient aliens. Only it has. It has people on there that are like, oh, this guy used to be, you know, a four-star general or whatever. I mean, they sell yeah. it really well. But, dude, it's entertainment. It, oh, God. Fuck that. Fuck that stuff. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, uh, there, are li- there are probably 40 artists, 140 artists we could have played on this. But totally. For, but for me, uh, I had to do a special intro when this person died about a month ago uh, to one of our one of our mini episodes cause, or one of our uh, episodes because... It, I played him on the on the episode, and it like it was a legitimate shock, and it kind of hurt a little bit when Justin Towns Earl passed away. But uh, it's just kind of poignant to play this song because, and I may have played it on the podcast before, but it's Justin Towns Earl doing uh, a cover of Graceland by Paul Simon, and it's uh, it's really good. So I'm gonna leave uh, Justin Towns Earl here among this list of dead guys gone way too soon. Here he is. And I have a reason to believe we all we received in Graceland now. And she comes back and tells me she's gone now. As if I didn't know that, as if I didn't know my own bed. As if I never noticed the way she combs her hair. It's so sad. 
Yeah, right. Like, <laughs> just that little bit is so heartbreaking. Yeah. You know, he's a talented guy where he would basically, mm-hmm. like, have the, he played a small guitar, like a very small parlor-style guitar, and uh, he had a he had this pickup in that, to, and he would just hit it, like, while he was playing. And so he made this kind of percussive, he had this really weird, like, vocal pattern where he starts things and where he ends them, uh, where he starts the phrasing and the music, and... and uh, yeah, he's he was dude, gone way too soon, man. That that kid totally. I think could have been around. He was prolific as hell, though. I think he's got like eight albums. So like he bragged about it one time. He's all you know. He was a talker, and, and he'd get him on stage. And he'd start rambling for like ten minutes, kind of like me. Uh, but he, <laughs> he, he he gets on stage and he's like, "There's a video of this where he disses Ryan Adams because he goes, he goes, look, man, I've had like eight albums in in nine years. I mean, that's prolific as fuck." And then because <laughs> there ain't nobody who does that. I mean, well, maybe Ryan Adams, but um, we won't talk. Come, we don't need to be talking about Ryan Adams. Fuck <laughs> Ryan Adams. Yeah, I just love that Justin called him out. That's so awesome. I love it. Yeah, Ryan Adams was mean to Mandy Moore. I don't do. Was that. he mean to Mandy Moore? Uh, he was like emotionally abusive, abusive to her, and I don't know if he was physically. But she was like scared for her life being. Was she really? Him, so, God, that yeah. sucks because he's such a good yeah. singer. But whatever. Yeah. Um. Okay, we're gonna end it on, I think, a fave of both of ours. Toots of Toots and the Maytals yes. passed away very recently, oh, yeah. of COVID. Um, two weeks ago, yeah, I think. Right? Yeah, two weeks yeah. ago. Yeah. Uh, we were watching his, well, I think it was like 2010 performance at Glastonbury. It was so much fun to watch them play. And um, we all know the songs. We know 54, what is it? 46. 54, 46. Um, we know Monkey Man. But I really like this song, and we're going to play Funky Kingston. It's also a big hit, but not as big as the other ones. Those are those great song. two songs that it's everyone a, knows. Yeah, it's a, it's a good last song, too. Yeah. I also love the Take Me Home Country Road song yeah. uh, version that they do of that. It's really good. But uh, let's play Funky Kingston. Yeah, that's a great song, and I think if you uh, uh, are ever in the mood for just any straight-ahead, like, good-feeling ska, it's not kind of traditional, sleepy, necessarily. Mm-hmm. Like, the, some ska is just so relaxing that it's like, oh, this guy just scatolites. The guy will rip out a solo and take it yeah. for a while. But uh, that, you know, Toots is really the great, I think, pop ska songwriter from back in those days. It's just so so great to add a personality really nice guy too um it's really sad to see toots go but he left that great music that song is actually uh on the noisy doc that tim armstrong does about ska i think it's the background music in a lot of oh cool yeah so when i heard the piano get the where you dropped it wherever it was in the Uh the song um i heard the piano and i was like oh that's definitely on that okay anyway that's a good way to end it though that's a really good uh really good song yeah um people die people but die. they made good music and you can honor them by listening to that music as loud as you can and take it into your heart and 
transferring it on to other people. You know what I mean? Like with totally. The, the legacy alive, which is great. There's so much more that we could have played, but you know what? I'm sure a whole bunch are going to die next year too, and then we'll have. Yeah, it's the kind of thing. You kind of have one every month. I mean, you know, these days, I mean, shit. <coughs> well, I was thinking like, okay, so Bowie and Prince died. They're of that time yeah. and that age group. Who's going to be? Who's going to be the next? Is it going to be like Mariah Carey type divas yeah. that are going to start? You know, like they're getting up there. I'd go for like more of a Robbie Williams. I think just like uh, I'm done with this. And he's like, and maybe Phil Collins would be great. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> Phil Collins and Peter Gabriel. Oh, no, not oh, Peter Gabriel. Man. And Paul Simon. They're all going to. Oh. You give Peter Gabriel the injection. You keep him alive. You keep Paul Simon alive. I mean, just we just need their brains. Oh, yeah. <laughs> but I'm just saying. I, Let's not put that into the, the ether. Yeah, yeah. Let's it, just keep it's almost like, no, no, no. Like when possible. you think about something, you're like, don't think that. Don't think that. You're going to bring it on. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, don't do that for sure. It's yeah. not that. Peter Gabriel, if Peter Gabriel ever were to go, like, which he will, I'm sure, in my lifetime, probably. Mm -hmm. I don't know. I mean, who knows? <laughs> Bruce. Uh, I'm open. I'm open Bruce. to anything. Mm -hmm. uh, but mm -hmm. yeah, to have to have him go, I, he's such a, was. I mean, I would, I would legitimately carry that with me for a while. You know, so I don't know. Anyway. Um, well, do you have anything to talk about, like band stuff? Uh, let's see. Bite Me Bambi released. Uh, so we we just played. So I'm not advertising anything. Uh, I'll mm -hmm. just tell you about it. Uh, we played uh, Slacktoberfest, which was on Saturday the third of October, and it was like a worldwide, basically um, a worldwide uh, what do you call it? Hot podcast, uh, webcast of different bands from all over. We try to get one from all the seven continents, basically, which is cool. Because Antarctica's, I think, is a continent, so it's really hard to get a yeah. ska band from there. But uh, you know, but we tried. I mean, we had Dr. Ringding from England uh, or from Germany. Um, we had a great band that I actually am going to play on the show next time it's appropriate, uh, called uh, Buster Shuffle from the UK. Really good, really one of the cool. best ska bands I've ever heard. Uh, and it's no horn, it's all piano. It's really cool. Oh, rad. Yeah, so, and we played on that thing, which was great. Uh, and then the, a few days per, uh, prior, we released a video for um, for our song, uh, I Don't Want to Be. And that mm -hmm. got picked, uh, just kept getting traction and traction. We had like over 2,000 hits in a day. It was really great. So, so yeah, we got that with all the video stuff. It seems like we're more of a video channel band now than we are, you know, YouTube YouTube. Kind of what you have to do. Kind of what you have to do, I guess. You know, so you have to pivot. If you don't yep. pivot, then you're not going to make it. So at least you're staying on top of everyone's mind. Okay, basic white girl check. It, when Julia said pivot, did you think of Friends? If you did, you're probably pretty basic. <laughs> I don't know that episode. <laughs> it's it's the only episode that I remember because it's always playing, um, like on uh -huh. TV shows, as an example. But it's where Ross is picking up the couch and he, he's trying to pivot it. So I watched it 10 uh, years after it aired and he goes, pivot, pivot, pivot. Like, <laughs> anyway, and and no joke, I have not seen that air and a white girl in the room not go, oh, and laugh. So that's on. <laughs> I'll keep my eyes peeled there next time because it is on TV literally all the time. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Yeah. Anyway, um, so yeah, we did that. So that's pretty cool. We actually are uh, going to announce pretty soon taking pre-orders, I think, for our record once we get that <gasps> mixed up. Finally. Yeah, God so damn. it's going to be a, it'll be a really cool incentive where we'll have uh, the EP, basically, that has all the release songs. And then um, if you buy 
Coolio. That's awesome. B-sides and live stuff and whatever. So it'd be pretty cool. Literally B-sides. I think we're going to put it on the B-sides. Anyhow, that's it. That's all I'm doing. No tours to announce. No shows to announce. No. No. Yes. All right. Well, hey. You're not the only one. Yeah, exactly. exactly. Take comfort in that. Well, hey, everyone. I want want to thank you guys for tuning in again. And uh, we will, I suppose, hit you next time. Yes, we'll try to be a little more uh, back on track with this. That's kind of my fault. I know, but I know. It's all we'll get back fault. to it. Don't, I had sorry. To do it. sorry, sorry, sorry. I'm sorry. So sorry. Sorry. Okay. Oh, that's who I could be. Celebrity guest uh, Tom Green. Oh, he. Oh, oh sorry. I'm just sorry. I'm just like, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> do you want a Chester uh, sandwich? Would you like a Chester sandwich? <laughs> all right. I was saying goodbye. So. Okay. Bye. Goodbye. If you enjoyed listening to the podcast, follow us on Instagram and Facebook at Mixtape Mixtape Podcast for show notes, pictures, and behind-the-scenes snaps. And while you're at it, head over to the website, <laughs> MixtapeMixtapePodcast.com for complete playlists as well as links to all the spot- songs on Spotify. Just know that I worked really hard on putting all those playlists up and I have feelings. Or did you work really hard at avoiding other responsibilities? Shut up. Just don't forget to tell your friends. One more thing, we know you're busy people, but go ahead and click to review and give us a five-star rating or comment on whichever podcast platform you listen to us on. Thanks, bye. Bye Bye-bye.